Hello, everybody. This is the Casual Comics Podcast. My name is Luke, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Mike. Hello, everybody. And we talk about uh, news and and stuff. And later on, we're going <laughs> to rank about we're going to rank um, all the Zack Snyder directed uh, movies in preparation yeah. for the uh, Snyder Cut. Yeah, just in time for the Snyder Cut. Yeah. So first, first news on my notes is um, apparently they're making a Frasier reboot. Have you heard of the show Frasier? <laughs> oh yeah, I I haven't watched a whole lot of it, but I used to watch it when I was younger. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of an old person show, but it's still funny. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And the weird part is, is that it was part of a, a universe with um, Cheers and Wings. Oh shoot! Really? That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I didn't realize how often sitcoms like freaking crossed over, mm-hmm. but and um yeah so out of those three frasers like definitely the weakest but i mean sure if they want to reboot fraser i guess that's that's fine <laughs> it'd be kind of hard though without freaking kelsey Grammer because he was like yes the heart of the show right, you know? right i don't know how you can really but whatever <laughs> yeah i mean maybe they'll, they'll come back as like an older fraser i don't know maybe yeah so have you um heard of the uh cartoon character pepe Le Pew? oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah uh, so uh, I've been kind of avoiding news about the new Space Jam movie because a lot of it's just really ridiculous. Sure. Um, but anyway, so the, apparently the movie's about um, LeBron James lost his son and they, him and um, Bugs Bunny have to jump around the Warner Brothers archives <laughs> trying to look for him. <laughs> um, Interesting. I mean, it sounds kind of, it could be funny. Right. And so apparently there was one of the scenes where they jump back to Casablanca uh-huh. and um, they run into Pepe Le Pew. And okay. the, the original scene was um, they were uh, they were looking for Lola Bunny or something, and then mm. uh, the scene opens up. I don't have it in front of me, but it opens up with Pepe like flirting with somebody. Uh-huh. And um, LeBron James is like, "Hey, do you know where Lola Bunny is?" And he, he's like, "Yes, although I can't go near her because I have a restraining order." <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm genuinely shocked that that was ever considered to be part of the movie, but they they yeah. did, they, they did change it. But yeah, like, that was. <laughs> this is a kids movie. I don't know why that's there. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of adult humor in like kids right. movies. They they do it all the time. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I've I've I, yeah, I've heard that they've. Um, I did hear about that that they they like I think re- removed Pepe Le Pew from the movie altogether. Okay. Yeah. Um, and because like a lot of people are saying like his character like perpetuates rape culture or something yeah which is like i get that maybe you wouldn't want to have that scene in a kids movie maybe though there's been like way worse scenes in kids movies Mm -hmm. before yeah but like the idea that you know a rapist watched pepe le pew and was like dang (laughs) that's a good idea like like it's kind of stupid the whole point of his character is that he's a scumbag Mm -hmm. and that's why he never gets the girl you know right so but you know like i kind of get it maybe like they could have like sanitized it more yeah but the getting rid of his character altogether is kind of stupid in my opinion sure so yeah the this is a couple of weeks ago the mcu announced that they were going to have the new x movie called mutants right yeah well it, w- it was kind of more of a substantiated rumor i don't i don't okay. think it's been officially announced yet Okay. I, just know, I just know there are a lot of sources saying that like yeah they're planning sure. on rebooting mutants like completely not using any of the old actors yeah. and that it's going to be called mutants instead of x-men which 
is kind of expected because a while ago, one of the producers, I forget her name, but she's one mm-hmm. of the ex- executive producers on a lot of the MCU movies. Yeah. She basically said that the term, you know, the name X-Men is like outdated because it's, I guess, because it's X-Men instead of X-People. I don't know. Oh. But it's like, okay, sure, whatever, okay. I guess. You could say it's outdated. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see if it's adapted well or not. Yeah. I think the name Mutants is kind of weird because we just had the the new Mutants and it's sure redundant sure but i guess a lot of people didn't even really watch that so (laughs) that's that's fair (laughs) you know you know so oh well i mean uh, yeah i don't know what they're going to do because it's really hard to adapt x-men without the team the x-men right and if you try to name something other than x-men it's going to be kind of stupid you know it's going to seem like you're you know trying to be too pc kind of Mm. you know like they even tried that a little bit in like dark phoenix and it was one of the stupidest lines in the movie when mystique said uh professor x you know is like the women are always saving the men around here maybe you should you should rename it x women it was just like so forced and dumb <laughs> you know so yeah but you know it, maybe they'll do more of a introducing the main characters and not have them be a team yet or something i don't know yeah yeah it could have like um just like wolverine and then other characters yeah. just kind of on their own i don't know and yeah, they meet up at knows. the end i don't know um so you've definitely heard of this because I saw you post it on Instagram, but uh, yeah. the, the Snyder leaks that was oh. um, through Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that so for people who don't know, um, about a week ago, there was um, on HBO Max, instead of <laughs> uploading Tom and Jerry, they uploaded the Snyder cut, um, yeah. which was really, and It was really up weird. for like a couple hours. Yeah, I heard it was up for two hours. Yeah. Yeah, so I heard on... Um, Mr. Sunday Movie said this, but he said that it might have been um, a bit of marketing for Tom and Jerry because a lot of people probably aren't <laughs> going to watch that movie. But if if that would if be pretty hear, sneaky marketing, if they hear that maybe they'll watch the Snyder Cut if they watch it a bunch of times, yeah. someone's gonna more people are going to watch Tom and Jerry because of that. Yeah, that's fair. I, I've also heard that it was at, at this point. I heard there it was like somebody inside Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, you know, acting alone in theory, you know, so. It seemed like there was like a Warner Brothers insider who did it like on purpose. Okay. Um, so some people are theorizing that, you know, that that it was done for publicity for either movie mm-hmm. or that it was done to actually like hurt the movie and like hurt okay. the hype, mm-hmm. hurt the hype, you know, to um, by re- releasing spoilers early. Mm. But who knows for real? But it definitely seems like somebody did it on purpose at Warner Brothers, right. you know? Yeah. Um, like, like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you, especially mm-hmm. on HBO Max, which is really well curated, right. how do you accidentally upload it? Not only do it's like, not only upload it early, but upload it to its, to a different, completely different movie. Right. Right. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Another interesting thing is that he, Mr. Sunday said he went on to a lot of uh, torrent sites and he couldn't find it there, which is really interesting because a lot of times, as soon as it goes up on streaming, it immediately goes to those sites. Right. And so like, I'm not really uh, it has to be on purpose then for like yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know how any of that works it, it doesn't make yeah it, at this point it doesn't see, make any sense that it didn't happen on purpose but right you know that's for the reason nobody really knows right right um speaking of like the snyder cut and all that stuff mm-hmm. apparently there was uh, i believe a week or two ago there were these leaks um of 
Zack Snyder's like original, original plans for like the Justice League sequel. Right. Um, now, a lot of this stuff, like I'm just going to get like a brief overview because there's like sure. six pages of it. It's like a rough, a rough outline of everything that's supposed to happen. And he like it was before they even started working on Justice League. So, so many of these things changed and got scrapped along the way. Right. But um, so like the main storyline is basically you know, like, you know, it's not exactly spoilers because like I said, most of it's been scrapped. Yeah. at this point um or, or changed but you know if you really don't want to hear anything that might probably not maybe might have i don't know then just sort of kind of spoiler warning um so basically and apparently these were like storyboards yeah that um apparently jim lee did some illustrations for them okay but and it was kind of so much story that they were planning on splitting it into two movies right but the basic thing is it takes place right after the first Justice League. All of the members are like doing their own thing, yada, mm-hmm. yada, kind of like at the end of the Avengers movie, the first one. Right. Uh, then during all this, Lex Luthor is like bringing all of their villains together. Like uh, for Aquaman, there's like Black Manta and okay. um, Orm, you know, Ocean Master. And then for Wonder Woman, apparently Dr. M- M- Maru or Dr. Poison was still alive. Dr. Poison, she was okay. able to she was able to keep herself alive through like her, you know, chemistry and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there are like a few other people like um, Riddler and I think like Captain Cold and a few other people or something. Okay. Um, so he was basically like forming like the Injustice League or whatever you want to right. call it, um, League of Doom or whatever. So that's all going on and that kind of climaxes in the movie they end up fighting each other but then it turns out that lex luther apparently is sort of like working for dark side or influenced by dark side in the end of the movie like the dark side ends up coming to earth d- during all this superman kind of tasked batman with taking care of lois mm-hmm. which apparently like at this point in time snyder was planning on like lois and bruce is having like a romance while superman right. was dead but that was scrapped yeah. a long time ago um so basically batman's supposed to take care of lois but dark side shows up in the bat cave kills lois batman can't do anything to stop it and that's when superman like in his grief he's susceptible to the anti-life equation mm-hmm. and the dark side basically turns him and that's how we get the whole nightmare sure. scenario and then the second movie takes place like half of it's just or a majority of it's in the nightmare universe okay um you know with everybody there's like a few people left and whatnot and um apparently deadshot was supposed to be in it but in the snyder cut we're getting now deathstroke is like okay. part of that team instead so there's a lot of changes and apparently green lantern shows up at some point during all mm-hmm. this and like joins the team and they basically long story short it's sort of like avengers endgame they send barry back in time right to warn bruce and he ends up stopping it, yada, yada. And then, like, the very end of the movie is, like, a big climactic battle between, like, the Atlanteans, Amazonians, and the Justice League and everybody, like, fighting Darkseid and, like, defeating him, basically. So a lot of that stuff has changed. So it's not really much of a spoiler, but it's sort mm-hmm. of a vague outline of probably what he would still want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he did say, I think, in recent interviews that a second movie would take place primarily in the Nightmare universe. Yeah, and didn't he also mention a second movie revolving around Robin's death? I heard that somewhere as well. Uh, yeah, I think he, he said if he if he were ever going to make like a Batman movie okay. with, with Ben Affleck's Batman, he sure. would show that, and he would show apparently Joker also destroyed Wayne Manor, so right. he would probably show all that stuff. Okay, which we've just like apparently happened off screen at the, right. at, the, at this point. Right. Well, that's pretty much all the leaks, you know. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. For sure. 
definitely not a fan of all of the decisions in it but then again he did scrap most of it like right. either him or the studio so mm-hmm. who, who, who knows what it, would, what it would look like now if it did happen right right and uh so the next thing is we talked about this a little bit in one of our wandavision videos but it turns out that there was a lot of the final episode was cut due to COVID. i'm not yeah. really sure how that makes any sense but um a lot of it couldn't they cut it because they couldn't add effects to it so there was a lot Which doesn't of, make a whole lot of sense to me yeah i could be wrong but like right. so Zack snyder's justice league mm-hmm. like almost all of the visual effects that they worked on was done like during COVID like remotely. Right. Like people were working on it in different areas and just doing it Mm -hmm. remotely. So it's like, why couldn't Marvel, which was like, had way more funding because technically it's like one of their big official projects. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't they have done something like that? You know? Right. But then again, Marvel does do like 80% of their crap is CGI. Right. So maybe they kind of crippled themselves with that where they Mm -hmm. couldn't do enough CGI. Cause like, I've seen images where even Wanda standing in the street in like episode like five or something, mm-hmm. like talking to Pietro during Halloween. Right. Like in her entire background is green screened for like no reason. They, yeah. they could have just filmed it on a street. Mm-hmm. But instead they're like, nah, we'll just green screen it. Right. It's like, I mean, it looked fine, but it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there was a lot of um, Darcy stuff that was cut because in, yeah. in the final episode, she only has like one line. Um, yeah. But one thing that um, I would have really liked to see that was cut yeah. was apparently there was a scene with um, Monica, Ralph, I'm, I'm assuming after he lost the necklace. Uh, right, and, so would he and, still have the powers or not? Right, I don't know. And and the kids in uh, Agatha's basement, and they're trying to get the book, uh, but yeah. then Mr. Scratchy turns into a demon and they have to fight him, which sounds yeah. really, really cool. Which actually <laughs> does sound cool, man. I'm so pissed that the, they right. weren't able to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that like that almost kind of redeems the whole Ralph Boner thing. Right. If we got to see more of yeah. him, because like they basically revealed his last name was Boner, haha, and then that was the last we saw that him. Was, yeah. Like if they had some sort of explanation or some sort of like character arc, but it was basically mm-hmm. just like a dead end. Right. You know, I think that was the main reason, main thing people had problems with. Mm-hmm. Not only that they were kind of teasing the multiverse, but it was also just like they didn't go anywhere with the character. Right. You know. Right. They had that big, big reveal, at, at least with like the Mandarin reveal, they kind of had a little more follow through with like Trevor Slattery or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, but that, that does sound way cooler. And just mm-hmm. the thing that Senior Scratchy is a demon or something, that's kind of cool. Right. Because that rabbit didn't go anywhere either. They just kind of had him for a couple of scenes. And that didn't sure. Really sure. Anything. So, yeah, I guess without COVID in theory, the and the end of WandaVision would have been better. Right. But I guess we're not going to see that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll release it on like a deleted scenes or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, recently there was on Twitter someone, a, 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 this, I'm, I'm not familiar with this guy, but apparently he, he was responsible for a lot of Endgame leaks as well. Uh, yeah. he, he leaked basically the entire, not the whole script, but he basically had an outline of it on Twitter. And I'm not going to go over the whole thing now because I'm mm-hmm. planning on doing a video about it. Yeah. But basically the um, the gist of it is that uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield will not be appearing in the movie. Yeah. Um, Jamie Foxx will be, but not he's not Electro yet. I'm assuming the transformation oh. will happen in a different movie. Interesting. And, uh, Alfred Molina is appearing, but he will not be playing Dr. Octopus. He's playing a different character. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. And so there's, yeah, a lot, I, there's a lot more, and I'll get a, go over it in a video, but those are kind of like the big points. Yeah, I've heard... I've seen some of that stuff. Um, I've also heard mm-hmm. that... 
um charlie cox's matt murdoch is actually in it yeah that's what the leak said too yeah. so like i'll be honest um i'm okay with them not doing a spider-verse thing because i feel right. like it would probably be too much anyway yeah like don't get me wrong i wouldn't be mad if they did but mm-hmm. considering how much they're doing i'm not upset right that they aren't i frankly i'm happy with matt murdoch being in it with charlie cox's matt murdoch right. i loved him in the daredevil show mm-hmm. and i would i would love to see spider-man and daredevil team up like that you know so I, yeah. frankly that would be enough for me and then like some multiverse hints like like jamie fox's electro and you know right. alfred alfred molina whatever the hell he's doing it is yeah. funny though because there were reports that he was returning as dr octopus so I, mm-hmm. I wonder what if he's not if these leaks are true then i wonder what he is doing you know right yeah but I guess we'll see. Also, yeah. like probably it probably isn't going to happen, but I think it would work better if like Andrew Garfield and or Toby Maguire showed up in like Doctor Strange. And That's the what I was thinking. Madness. Yeah, yeah. Because so, like for one thing, and, and maybe have like Tom Holland Spider-Man like cameo or something. I don't right. know. Because I know, apparently I just heard that Doctor Strange is supposed to take place at the same time as Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay which makes sense why Dr. Strange is like rumored to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, that's what the leak said too. He's going to be in it. So I guess we'll see. Like, it does sound cool. No matter what they do, it sounds cool. Right. Both those movies together and the fact that they're kind of intertwined at this point is very interesting. I look forward mm-hmm. to seeing that. Yeah, so um, Disney Plus has kind of pushed back their schedule. Um, so oh, yeah. now now Loki's going to be in June and the the April-May at the after the winter soldier and falcon slot is going to go to the uh that one star wars cartoon uh oh the bad batch yeah that that yeah okay cool cool and so they're going to push loki back to to june 11th i believe nice mm-hmm. okay well that well that, you mean that that's fine with me i don't really care it's, yeah i mean it doesn't yeah yeah i feel like it would work better in summer anyway i feel like people mm-hmm. might get like too much you know marvel content and right. like to keep up with in like the span mm-hmm. of like six months yeah yeah uh and then so in an interview recently i'm assuming it was for his new movie cherry um tom mm-hmm. holland oh, said yeah. he wasn't he was a little iffy on the uncharted movie and he didn't really, really? specify he didn't really clarify what he meant by that and so people like are kind of like people are like, like it's it's a bad movie um oh. you, what were you gonna say like before he joined or after he joined uh, I think he said the way I'm understanding it is he said like as of right now he's not totally sure about what's going to happen with it. Interesting. That's what it seems to me. Ha! Huh, that that's incredibly vague. Who knows what that means? It is. It is. <laughs> um. I mean, he seems pretty excited for the role. So right. I I doubt it's because he has doubts about the film or the character. Mm-hmm. It might just be he's he's unsure when it's like going to be re- released or how or what. Sure. You know? Yeah, that makes that makes more sense. But, but yes. Yeah. Speaking of t- t- Tom Holland, that mm-hmm. movie Cherry is actually pretty damn good. Okay. Um, like it's a little depressing. Like it's definitely not like a right. happy feel good movie, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect it to. Like considering what happens, it's got an okay ending. Right. I think it's gotten like I think it's better than a lot of people have been saying. Okay. Um, it's like very well acted, well directed, well written, and it has mm-hmm. a lot of unique um elements to it that are kind of cool like sure. unique ways to like break the fourth wall almost and narrate okay. the story it's kind of cool it's definitely worth at least checking out sure yeah i'll have to look into that um so recently nickelodeon has um started on like a avatar last airbender like studio and their whole thing is to like expand that universe uh, i haven't yeah, seen I that show that. 
but there are a lot of people that really like it. And so, yeah. I have not seen it either, but I've been told to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apparently the original creators were working on the live action Netflix adaptation, but then they left to go work on this. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll well, be interesting. I doubt anything they can do will be worse than that freaking M. Night Shyamalan movie. So yeah, because uh, did they work on it? The original people, did they work on that movie? I don't know. Um, probably not, okay. considering how bad it turned out and everybody yeah. hated it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And what a weird directing choice for that, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, Superman and Lois was recently renewed for a second season, which is Right, cool. I heard about that. Um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. A lot of times when yeah. uh, shows, like, do really well right off the bat, they're excited to mm-hmm. continue it, so they usually renew it. Right, right. And also kind of on a side note, they're going to yeah. split the season into two parts and put Supergirl in the middle yeah. of it. When, yeah. when is that supposed to happen? Um, I think it's supposed to happen later this month, like March okay. 20-something. So it's going to be about two more episodes of Superman and Lois and you're going like, to... Yeah, break? I believe so. Okay. Um, I believe there's, yeah, I think two episodes and then they take a break for a little while. I'm not sure how long the Supergirl season is supposed to be. Let me check it okay. real quick. Sure. So, holy crap. Yeah, so they basically, the last episode to come out is March 23rd, but before the split, and then they do not come back until May 18th. Okay. So almost two months. Yeah. Between, which kind of sucks because Frick Supergirl, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I'd much rather like continue to watch the Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. Um, but yeah, in the last bit of my news, um, Endgame is no longer the number one box office movie. Yeah, uh, I know because again, again we released Avatar. A- Avatar. Yeah, yep, and re-released in China. Apparently, it's like mm-hmm. okay, you know, <laughs> it's like gosh, that's so weird. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't understand. I haven't seen that movie, but I don't. Not sure why so many people yeah. watched it. I'm like, as someone who hasn't yeah. seen it, I don't know what the appeal of that movie is. But uh, as someone really who's like as someone who's seen it, I don't get it either. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe because I didn't watch it when it first came out. But like uh-huh. you know, I think the main thing people say is that like this visual effects look amazing. Okay. Which like I guess for the time that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks very cool. I guess in a weird like alien jungle sort of way sure um but we've seen stuff recently like that is mm-hmm. easily as good if not better than that so right. like i'm not saying it's bad for the time but i don't think it's really a valid argument or a valid like thing to say like it's like so good because of the cgi because it's like i mean there's plenty of stuff in the past that had you know outstanding special effects for the time that we don't you know still right. talk about now so mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, the main thing is just, I didn't care for the story of Avatar. A lot of people love it. I just, you know, I just, I really couldn't care less about Avatar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I don't get the appeal, but I don't, it's not like, you know, I really care either way either. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like on the big screen it has some appeal. Like, cause everyone's, cause it has a huge box office, which I'm assuming everyone is watching it in theaters. So I don't know. Yeah, that's, that, that's fair. I did watch it like at home and I got Mm kind of bored halfway through because it's pretty long. Yeah. For me, the story did not match the line. <laughs> mm. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah. A lot of people really enjoy it. Apparently, yeah. obviously, this is still freaking number one again. Right, right. Which, like, can you, to be fair, can you really count that as, like, yeah, you know, the box office? Because it's, like, what, 
like 12 years later, 13 years later. Right. You know, it'd be, you know, it's like technically a re-release. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but not that I really care what's number one in box right. office. It's like, you know, yeah. but. So you had some uh, yeah. news about the flash. Yeah. A few little things. So apparently there was for a while there, um, it was confirmed that Kiersey Clemens, who played Iris, who plays Iris in like the Snyder cut, you know, mm-hmm. she would not be returning as the character for the flash. So that would kind of okay. like break that continuity. But sure. apparently recently they have confirmed that she will return as Iris West in the flash film. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think that's just like, cause they're going a different direction. Some people right. think it's because of Ray Fisher's allegation of racism that have popped up uh, mm-hmm. the last several months. And they're like, well, we can't just fire another, you know, uh, actor of color you know so they had to bring her back you know so i'm thinking you know that's what some people think i don't know if that's true or not Mm -hmm. um apparently also they cast barry allen's mom for the flash film okay Uh, she's gonna be played by uh let's see i don't think i've seen her in in anything before her name is maribel verdu okay and i think she's been in a lot of um hispanic things and sure you know thing let's see uh yeah and like she was apparently in pan's labyrinth which i haven't oh, okay. seen but apparently she, she got cast but billy crudup is not in the cast anymore because he had scheduling conflicts so he's not going to be in the film that was um, who, who did he play he played uh barry's dad okay henry allen and he's he played uh henry and the snyder cut and in the original like not the original but you know the justice league that came out in theaters right he had a few scenes, so apparently they're just going to recast him, which okay. on the one hand sucks because it's breaking continuity, which annoys me. Right. Like it even annoyed me when they did it with Rhodey in the MCU, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also I do like Billy Crudup as an actor, so that kind of sucks too. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it for the Flash casting. But the, apparently mm-hmm. the uh, HBO Max is coming out with as the Tana series, as the Tana solo series. Oh, that's probably going to tie um, into the Dark Universe stuff we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure uh, there haven't really been any details about it, except that it's happening. And then right. they are apparently they're reconfirming that there is going to be a Batgirl live action. I'm not sure if it's oh. a series or a movie. That'll be good. Um, but yeah, like th- it was confirmed years ago that Joss Whedon yes. was actually going to d- direct a Batgirl live action. But obviously mm-hmm. that's not happening anymore since he's been like kind of tucked away after all this crap. Right. Going down. <laughs> so no no idea what direction they're, they're going to go or in what continuity those mm-hmm. are going to be in but that's just a few little yeah so i had a question who, who do you think would play a good batgirl yeah i don't know I, I i know they already cast somebody in titans but i yeah. don't really know who she is really um mm-hmm. i guess are we talking about barbara gordon or like stephanie yeah. brown let's just or, go with um, barbara gordon yeah okay so it's hard to say because a lot of actors and actresses, you know, I know of like they're kind of old to play mm-hmm. Batgirl dependent. Like if, if we're going to Oracle, there's a lot more options. But I feel like for Batgirl right. pre like when she's like a teenager, like young adult, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Sh- I don't really have anybody off the top of my head. How about you? OK, yeah. Well, for a long time, um, I've really wanted uh, Kat- K- Caitlin Denver to play her. She was okay. in uh, she played the youngest daughter in Last Man Standing. And most recently, oh, okay. she was in uh, Booksmart as well. Okay, um, yeah. But I, I think, think she'd, I be, it, yeah. she'd be pretty good as Batgirl. Okay, fair enough. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of talent around nowadays. I feel like right. they probably cast somebody like 
pretty young if they're yeah. going to start with Batgirl. And I'm just not super familiar with a lot of younger right. actresses because a lot of them are like, you know, on like the Disney Channel and crap like that. Like exactly. probably the extent of my knowledge about younger actors and actresses is like from Stranger Things. So like, you know, right. I, I can, you know, I think of Millie Bobby Brown, but I'm not sure I would cast her as Batgirl, mm-hmm. you know? So Honestly, I don't really have anybody um, <laughs> off the top of my head. Who played Beverly in It Chapter One? Oh, she might yeah. be good. Sophia Lillis was her name, I think. You froze for a second. Uh, I for- Yeah, I forget her name. Um, but yeah, she should be pretty good, uh, yeah. especially considering Batgirl's, you know, a redhead in the original right, right. comics. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so I had one more bit of news that just popped into my head. Um, oh, yeah. Recently, Bruce Campbell went on Twitter and he posted a picture of London and he said it was, oh, yeah, I saw it that. was a good I had a good time filming a certain movie with a certain director in a certain city and <laughs> right around that time uh yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness finished filming in London so the theory yeah. is that he's going to have a cameo in that movie because he appears in a lot of Sam Raimi movies oh yeah he he has a cameo in almost all of them right and so I know he did in all the Spider-Man movies yeah and so hopefully he has a pretty good cameo in that movie I think it would yeah. be it would be really funny if, if they cast him as like whatever the next big bad is, and so he has to appear huh. in like other movies as well. Yeah, um, there were theories like a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, that he was going to be cast as like Mysterio in Spider-Man yeah, Four, in the, like yeah. a long time ago, you know, like mm-hmm. ten years ago or more. But you know, obviously that did not happen. Right. Right. But yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it for all the news. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been like there's been a lot of like little pieces of news, but nothing like right. huge or major lately. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to talk about the Snyder directed movies. Yeah, we're going to rank them as best as we can, because I know I don't think either of us has watched all of them. I know I've seen most of them. And yeah, today, I mean, pretty much just in time for the Snyder Cutter, Zack Snyder's Justice League, we are ranking slash discussing the like, well, pretty much all the Snyder films. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yep, there are uh, seven of them. Yep. And we're just going to go through chronologically. And if there are movies that are particularly bad, we yeah. will award them the prestigious Bird Shit yeah. Award. But yeah, so let's just go through chronologically. Uh, 2004, you haven't seen this one, but I did. Uh, yeah, I, Dawn I of the pl- Dead? Yeah, I, I plan to before our Army of the Dead comes out, but I haven't seen yeah. it. It's like the one yeah. I haven't seen of his. Yeah, well, I saw this the other day and it was it was really good. Apparently, it was a remake of a George A. Romero film. Haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, George A. Romero is generally pretty good with zombie, zombie movies. Yeah, they've done quite a few movies like Dawn of the Dead and stuff like right. that. But back in the day, that Not were I think dead. some were yeah. sequels, some weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but then this this remake was written by James Gunn, and uh, right. I, I think that, that for the most part, um, Snyder and Gunn they, they work together really well. There are some parts where uh, the comedy doesn't really work, and I think it's more of a James Gunn thing. Um, sure. But yeah, yeah, overall, it's a really good movie. Um, cool. Yeah, I know. I Gun, Gun can be, but Gun can be very good a lot, and sometimes he right isn't like he was pretty much perfect in Guardians of the Galaxy one. Then yeah. there were a lot of parts in Guardians of the Galaxy two that were like, eh, right. I mean, you know, yeah. But yeah, this this movie makes me really excited for Army of the Dead because this was really good, and I yeah. can't wait to see what he does. does I'm next. not clear if Army of the Dead is like supposed to be a sequel to Dawn of the Dead, is it? Uh, I don't think it is. I can look it up. Yeah, I think it's another standalone yeah. um, zombie movie, but heck, it might be like in the same universe. Who knows? Right. It would be kind of funny if he did two 
zombie movie that have very similar titles and they weren't connected. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing on IMDb that says they are yeah. connected, but that doesn't necessarily mean they aren't. Sure. Yeah, I, that's why um, I'm asking because I've had a hard time actually finding if it's a sequel or not. Right. It doesn't look like it is. All right, fair enough. But I don't know. But fair yeah, enough. so the next one, I believe, is the 300, which I have not seen. Yeah, so, so 300. Yeah, so 300. Um, pretty damn good, too. Mm. Pretty it's one of it's like his I think I believe it's his, it's his first comic book film, right? And he really likes to adapt things visually from the comics. Mm. Um, so a lot of like I haven't really read all of three hundred, but I've seen you know different graphics and images of Frank Miller's original comic, right? And he really does capture a lot of those scenes very well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of those films that is you know more of a visual experience sure. than a story. So it's not that the story is bad, but it's just kind of the basic you know, legend of the 300 where, you know, there's the Persians coming to attack them and the 300 are like, no, we're going to stay and fight, but nobody else will help them. So it's just these 300 Mm. Spartan warriors that take on this whole army and they all end up dying, but Mm. they end up like really standing, you know, they really become a force to be reckoned with and really take out a lot of Xerxes army. Sure. um, Which really helps in the end. If, and if you see, you see the sequel, it ends up, basically inspiring the rest of the greek i don't know what you want to call them um city states or whatever to rally together and like the athenians gather their armies and they end up driving the persians out Mm. but so it it is a rather cool story though it's kind of a cool like story of heroism and Mm -hmm. you know basically not giving up just because you know the person coming to oppress you or take you over is much stronger than you right that kind of stuff and they were all willing to like sacrifice their their lives to save their you know family and homes so that was kind of mm-hmm. cool yeah uh, there was definitely stuff in there was a little bit weird but it was like almost like greek mythology weird stuff but it, it was sure. overall pretty pretty interesting what okay. is his best film but a pretty impressive like sure first comic book film you know mm-hmm uh, and then next is The Watchmen. Uh, I yeah. saw the three-hour version. I'm not sure the mm-hmm. difference or how many different versions there are. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I don't think yeah. that there is a scene in this movie that is not hyper-stylized. And I yes. think that that's really, really cool. Um, the one part um, where they're in the the spaceship and it, the hallelujah, that's a little yeah. weird. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, I really enjoyed it the comics weirder dude like Mm, um i've read most of the actual graphic novel and there's honestly more weird like sexual stuff with them you're just like why Mm. is this here in this scene right now you know right but um i think the only thing he really changed about that scene from the comic was the song yeah um apparently it's his daughter's favorite song right that's what i um, which is why he uses it a lot of times but Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah no i i do agree that that that, that's that seems kind of weird but but yeah snyder does he is a very he has a very unique like visual style Mm -hmm. it is kind of obvious so yeah you see that a lot in this movie i feel like it's probably the most dramatic out of all of his films okay yeah besides like 300 is very dramatic but it's like you know people fighting with swords of course you're gonna see all this gore i think in this it was there was like parts where you're like yeah that wouldn't happen in real life you know when Mm -hmm. they were fighting those guys in the alley and like right you know stuff like some of the kicks and stuff you're like how that's mm-hmm. very dramatic you know yeah a- almost like kill bill level where you're like well this right. is obviously just for style but mm-hmm. 
yeah overall it's a very good film was the i think yeah. i watched that i think it was the second film of his that i actually watched okay and then i re-watched it like the three-hour version and mm-hmm. it definitely adds scenes to it that are better you know makes sure. it more interesting but yeah overall i do really enjoy that film i still watch it yeah it's very very good um next in 2010 the legend of the guardians the yeah. guardians of gahul this was probably the first one i saw i remember i remember watching same. it in, in theaters same um yeah, it's based on like a, a series of books. Yeah. And apparently that there are like five books worth of information in this movie. Um, yep. Yeah, I remember. I think it's I think it's good. I haven't seen it in a long time, yeah, but it, I remember liking it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember liking it a lot when we when I first saw it. I've only seen it once, though. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I remember I, I didn't realize he directed it. I thought he only produced it, but apparently right. he directed it because of his kids really liked the books. Okay. But that, that movie actually like started me like kind of launched my interest in the books and i, I ended up reading mm. like pretty much all of them oh, okay and, and there's like 20 something of them and i was wow. kind of obsessed with it for a while so mm. i really got into it and like the movie's a decent adaption of the first few books but it changes a lot like, yeah so there i think the books overall are better but okay. you know when you have a movie adaption like that you know i was like what are you right what are you gonna do especially when the series is so big mm-hmm. but it, it, it is kind of funny how like you know that one movie by Zack Snyder did kind of like launch a lot of my like you know like pre-middle school years probably Mm -hmm. yeah and this is this is definitely the outlier here like a lot of these other movies are are like high action or yeah like this is just a pg-13 a pg movie about owls owls yeah yeah so it's definitely the most unique well it's also unique too because it's it's animated as opposed to fully cgi live action yeah yeah so the next one is Sucker Punch. Um, yeah, I remember someone told me when I was really young that it was it was bad, and yeah. so just after all these years, it's like I can't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> um, it's worth watching. Um, I would watch the director's cut though, because like okay. most Zack Snyder films, the director's cut are a lot better than mm-hmm. the action than the original. Right. Um, I don't know why they always have them cut stuff, but it's always a more yeah. complete complete story when they have the director's cut. And the thing mm-hmm. is, with the funny thing about uh, Sucker Punch, it is it's only like two hours and twelve minutes or something with the extended stuff. It's only like two oh. hours and twenty minutes, I think. So it's not even as long as his other extended cuts. I really right. don't know why they had him cut it. Um, yeah. Also, I believe it's PG thirteen. Yeah, it is. That's so you know, a lot of his movies are R. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition and the justice league uh since snyder cut they're both are right but yeah this one's pg-13 it's it's not as bad as people say at all like it's it's not his strongest work and it's it's the only one where he wasn't adapting something else so like he and somebody else wrote like made it up they wrote Mm -hmm. the screenplay and everything i think it's very it's almost like his version of like a christopher nolan movie like inception or something okay um and so it I think a lot of people missed a lot of stuff in it. Partially that might've been because of the cuts in the theatrical version. Okay. It's it's definitely like weird. Mm, so yeah. I can see a lot of people don't like it, but I wouldn't say it's objectively bad. Okay. <clears throat> like it's, it, it's basically like three layers deep. Like the story is basically about this girl who's like had this traumatic event, like her mother died and then her stepfather is super abusive and he ends mm-hmm. up k- killing her sister, Okay, I believe. And so he, but then he, he, pretends like she's crazy and puts her in an insane asylum right and the guy in charge is a total tool so basically the whole movie is like her like escape like trying to escape from this place with the other girls but at the mm-hmm. same time to kind of cope with what's what's going on it's she sort of creates like a dream world within a dream world 
Okay. So like all this stuff happening in the dream worlds are like actually like representations of what's happening in real life with, with her and the mm -hmm. girls trying to escape from this yeah. insane asylum and stuff. And it's kind of interesting once you get like how everything connects, mm -hmm. you know, so it's definitely worth a watch. I think it's a lot more complex than people pretend. There are definitely some like weird elements and it's very stylized. Right. But it's pretty cool. It was better than I was expecting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then after that is Man of Steel. Right. Yeah. I think I've only seen this movie once or twice. And yeah, I think a lot of people aren't fans of it have. It's it's kind of hard to um, talk about the Snyder DC movies on their own because they're very, very much interconnected. Sure. Uh, especially because it seems like, uh, we'll talk about Batman versus Superman, but it seems like a lot of these movies are setting things up and it, um, yeah. up until like, well, next Thursday, um, they haven't really yeah. ha had any time to pay off. So um, it's, it's, it's a little different than just comparing like other movies on their own. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think, yeah, that's a pretty fair assessment. Mm-hmm. I think when I first saw this movie, I thought it was pretty, like pretty good. And then the more, like, I think I thought about it, the more I watched it, I became more of a fan of it. Sure. Um, I believe it was the first Superman movie I saw, but I had yeah. like seen like the old, like 1950s or 40s Superman cartoons. Right. Um, I kind of grew, grew up on those. And then the 1990s series with like Tim Daly voicing mm -hmm. Superman. They the were animated kind of, series. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up on those two. So it wasn't my first introduction to Superman at all, but I don't think I had seen the Christopher Reeve movies at that point. Mm -hmm. I might've seen the first one, but yeah. So I, I saw Man of Steel. Then I, I did go back and re and watch the Christopher Reeve movies and I did enjoy them, especially the first two, the three and four have their problems, but right. th the first two were pretty cool, but yeah. it's still my favorite Superman movie. Okay. And like a lot of people have problems with it. I don't care. I don't really feel like discussing that right now. Cause like, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's like, it, it's, it's, it's been said time and again from both right. sides to, you know, ad nauseum. So, mm -hmm. but I definitely very much enjoy this movie and it gets better the yeah. more I watch it. <clears throat> it's, it's good. Um, then finally uh, we, Batman versus Superman, the Dawn of justice. Yeah. So that, yeah, the, uh, easily his most controversial film. Right. Um, you know, and I think the, it really, it does it, the theatrical version does, does it a disservice. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen the ultimate edition. I've only seen the theatrical version twice, I think, in theaters. Okay. And then after that, once the Blu-ray came out, I watched the ultimate edition. I'm like, yeah, this is a hell of a lot better. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've, I've only seen the ultimate edition so, like since, but I've rewatched this several times. Um, yeah. And I really do enjoy it. I know I am one of those people that that's a fan of this movie. Right. Um, I know it's pretty divisive. I think a lot of people that hate on it do it because everybody else does. Sure. Like I've, I, I have heard, like there are definitely people that are like diehard, like either they just hate Zack Snyder, like with a vengeance or they mm -hmm. hate this movie and they have right. like a bunch of reasons why, but you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, I've, I've heard them a million times. I think a lot of people just kind of go with the crowd a little bit. Sure you know because they hear everybody hates it or like the, you know they see it once in theaters and then like mm -hmm. they didn't care for too much and then everyone else is saying it was bad and they're like yeah it was bad yeah yeah so i've only ever seen the three hour one okay, and yeah. um it, it, it's pretty much for me if i remember correctly I've, I've only seen it once but it's pretty much like the first half is all build up and then like the second yeah. half is all action yeah. and i i liked the first half but then i kind of got lost in the second half Mm -hmm. um a lot of that action fight stuff was kind of hard to follow for me um yeah fair enough but yeah it was it was a good movie 
Yeah, I think a lot of the I think this movie too will be better in context with exactly. Zack Snyder's Justice yeah. League because you know I've heard which I already kind of heard from Snyder himself, but apparently like it was supposed to be like the dark chapter before the like hope and right. rebirth and everything. So Justice League mm-hmm. was always supposed to be a lighter movie. Right. Like it's still intense, but it's not as like you know heavy hitting um intensity like that yeah. superman is and i think a lot of people just didn't like how dark it was but didn't realize that was the point you mm-hmm. know it was basically like you know any sort of dark um story arc you see in in, in, in the comics obviously that isn't re- reflecting every single comic it's just part right. of that story you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like the dark knight returns it's very like yes. intense and gritty so i think a lot of people missed that and frankly like if that's not what you like fair enough you right. know I personally like, like, I like light, mar- you know, like films kind of like Marvel, but I, I also really like, you know, intense gritty movies like Joker, you know, yeah, and stuff like that. So I really do en- enjoy this movie. Yeah. But um... I think that's pretty much all of them. Obviously, Army of the Dead and, uh, well, Zack Snyder Justice League has come out tomorrow. Right. Um, once th- this is uploaded. Uh, yes. So yeah, um, let me just give my brief ranking real quick. Obviously, okay. I have not seen Dawn of the Dead, so I can't do that. And we're not including Justice League, whatever you want to call it, you know, because right. that was like basically directed by Snyder and name only. Right. Uh, okay. So my ranking, I, I'll start from the bottom. So number okay. six would be Guardian, Guardians of Gahul, mm-hmm. just because it's animated. I enjoy animated movies, but I find it hard to put them on the same level as most action movies sure. or, you know, live action movies. Um, S- Sucker Punch is number five. Mm-hmm. Um, good movie, but not his best work. N- number four is 300. Again, good movie, but not his best. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Watchmen because I think that was like easily his best movie before probably Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, very, like, it's a great adaption of the comics. I think he cuts out a lot of the stupid stuff that was in the Watchmen comics originally, right. or the weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And but he still adapts it super well. And I really right. love some of those scenes. Like, the opening scene is amazing, yeah. Um, and then there's Man of Steel because I just love that movie. I love Superman and I love that version of Superman. Uh, and then Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. Um, okay. I've become like a huge like I really liked it the first time I saw it, and then I just keep liking it more and more. And I'm like, yeah. that's that's one of the things that really made me like a big fan of Zack Snyder's. So mm-hmm. that's my ranking. Uh, yeah. So I've only seen. Uh, I guess I've only seen uh, five of these. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. I'm gonna go backwards. Favorite to least favorite. I think. Okay. Uh, my favorite was that probably the Dawn of the Dead because I'm into that okay. sort of thing. Um, Sweet, yeah. I'd say probably number two is Watchmen, uh, number three Man of Steel, number four BVS, and then the last one is The Guardians. All right, yeah, fair yeah. enough. I think a lot of things too with with moves, especially they're so like it's, just, like, it's so subjective. You know, I yeah, don't know why people get sure. so bent out of shape about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like right. you can like it or you don't. But people just take it so damn personally, right. especially when comic book movies, as if they have read every single comic on exactly. Earth and yeah. are like an authority on this character. It's like. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you don't like it, that's fine. But yeah. calm down when people like it or vice versa, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is our ranking slash discussion of the Zack Snyder movies. Yeah. And we will be yeah doing a live stream tomorrow mm-hmm. night uh, around 730 for like watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then reviews and discussions about that will be coming soon after that, too. So right. keep your eyes peeled, everybody. And, and be sure to check out our Instagram and mm-hmm. our f- Facebook group or just all our social medias. The right. links are in the description. description. And 
if you're watching this on YouTube, check out our, our new podcast. This segment is actually part of a larger episode that's going to be up soon. So right. be sure to check that out. And again, thank you so much for watching and stay mm-hmm. tuned for more content. Yep. Peace.